Welcome to Tech Driven Business brought to you by Innovative Solution Partners. In this episode, I welcome back How Know of Summerlin Analytics. Listen in as he talks about the importance of balancing data modeling with visualization to get the most out of your investment in SAP Analytics Cloud or SAC. Hello, how how are you, man? I'm doing well, my sister. How are you? Hey, doing great, man. Uh, welcome to Tech Driven Business again. Um, today we will talk about the balancing act. I call it, you know, especially mm-hmm. when you talk about SSC, and you know, you have so many different variables in terms of the data modeling part, the data visualization, um, and what is uh, the right balance? That's what I want to talk about today. Oh, sure. Yeah, I think it gets a little bit tricky, I think, now with this newer tool because you can do so much with it. Um, before, we used to just do everything in either ABAP or BW, and you just have like a, a table dump, either in Excel or LV Grid. But now with SAC, you can still do a little bit of data modeling. You can define calculations. So it, the lines are blurred. Like, where do you do which things, right? And I think um, in terms of what I would suggest for a good data model in this new paradigm, I would try to have all your work done on the back end, meaning you would have all your calculations done in either S4 or BW or Data Warehouse Cloud and treat SAC as a read-only layer. So SAC as a reporting layer, just read what you've written and leave it at that. Now, of course, there's some... Um, uh, give and takes. Some things are easier in SAC, but I think for the most part, make sure everything is done on the source system and you should be off to a good start. Interesting. So what's, what seems like a, a good data model in, in your example that you just shared, it's almost like do more more of the heavy lifting on the on the back end, mm-hmm. which, which can be either S4, Data Warehouse Cloud, or any other system for that matter, as long as you can connect to yep. SAC and then use SAC as your, almost like your reporting layer, but create your stories, but avoid more detailed calculations and, and modeling in SAC. Yep, exactly. Because if you start reading into the technical documentation, SAP explains the technology in, in this way. Each widget, each chart, each table that you see in your dashboard it's a separate report or query call to the back end. So if you're doing a lot of heavy lifting on the front end inside Analytics Cloud, it has to do that X times per widget. So we have nine or 12, there's nine or 12 separate calls and it's gonna fetch a lot of data. And then you're gonna do a lot of calculations in your browser and that may slow it down. Oh, that's, yeah, that's for sure. I mean, the number of widgets does impact your so i mean when we talk about widgets especially i've seen you know um some dashboards or stories that can go from a single pager to mm-hmm. multiple pages uh how, you know is there a a good definition of exactly how many visuals you can have or you should have just to make your dashboards more robust in terms oh, of oh sure yeah if you're looking for like a really responsive quick rendering type dashboard, you know, something that the user can open and see the data right away. 
the approach I've been taking is if you can break up your stories into multiple pages, I think SAP still recommends having only six at most charts per page, which is kind of sparse, to be honest. Um, I typically run between nine and 12 per page. But if you can render um, all of your stuff on different pages, you only have to load those widgets per navigation. So typically I build for directors and executives and they almost always want to see an overview page, which is a, you know, a bit of um, uh, like one chart type from one page, another chart type from another page. And they want to see specific things on the overview. And as they go from page to page, they go into a more specific look or drill down into their data. But if you can break it up, it renders much faster. If you can stick with the simpler chart types like bar charts, uh, numeric, pi, anything that's not a table, you should be in good shape. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, especially those cards are very useful. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, when you're working with uh, the C-levels, mm -hmm. the information can be readily available. And it's easy to grasp what's being presented on the on the initial overview yep, page. Exactly. So that kind of leads me to my next question. <laughs> this is this is this is good because we we always get this um, inquiry, especially when you're dealing with a mm -hmm. source, right? Uh, especially when you have um, multiple source systems, right? Uh, feeding into your SAC model, right? Uh, what what constitutes like you know uh, a model, especially when you're dealing with uh, data warehouse and S4, you know, um, what would you prefer? Is it usually you see from your experience, mm -hmm. do you see a blend of those data sources or do you see, you know, a single data source and then uh, working with that on the, on the, SSS yeah, side? I would say typically when we first start off on a, on a project, I see a blend and then it moves into a centralized data warehouse. And I say that because, with SAC, you can get things up and running pretty quickly. So we can leverage um, mm -hmm. this trick called in-browser blending, where you can say, I have data coming from multiple things. I want them all mashed together on a dashboard. And if I were to select something like company code, that selection applies to all of the chart types, regardless of the source of data. So to get those types of dashboards up and running quickly, to make sure that um, the information you're presenting is clear, uh, understandable is what the user is looking for. That is a great starting point. But almost always you run into the data integration issue, and that's almost always better done in a data warehouse because the tools are made for that. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, well, especially I think uh, I'm just thinking of a scenario where you have um, a need to quickly bring something up, especially when you're doing, you know, when you're dealing with, uh, executives and, and they want information on their mm -hmm. fingertip and you try to kind of get information directly from your source system versus uh, a model based on a data warehouse, uh, things can get a little tricky. Yep, and, and with this tool also, you get around that trick or that tricky um, scenario by showing these executives what you can do with the tool before committing you know, three to six months into a lengthy implementation, they want to see what's possible upfront. And if they want to invest that fund 
towards that effort. That's a good. That's a great advice, actually. I like that. So the base, what 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 I'm hearing is, you can do a quick uh, a show mm-hmm. and tell, and then see what the capabilities are and how the tool can interact with a transactional system versus a data warehouse. And then once things are the way it's mm-hmm. supposed to be from from a from a business standpoint, yep. you can create a model behind the scenes, right? To to make make it more yeah the reusability seems to go up correct is that my understanding yep exactly exactly i I consider this more like a high fidelity mock-up where you're using you know production data they're familiar with the figures and you can get them most of the way there with business content so regardless of which system that you have um, the tools are there for you to kind of take apart and blend together in your browser with this tool Oh, for sure. Yeah. So let me ask you this, you know, based on your experience, I know you talked about you've done multiple SEC implementations in your um, uh, mm-hmm. experience. Uh, anything that stuck out for you, like any example uh, that you would like to share with our listeners? Yeah. So this is going to be, um, I would say, a, a tricky one to answer because I, I work with large teams where the project budget is $400 million. And then I've, I've worked with small teams where it's just me plus the client because you know um, newer companies are being formed now through divestiture where there's a larger firm they spin off a smaller subdivision or subsidiary and those folks they know what they want they're used to having information in a certain way but they no longer have the staff or the team to deliver that so i would say if you don't have if you don't have a data warehouse don't worry you can use this tool you can use other cloud-based um, dashboarding tool with your source data, whether it's ECC or S4. Um, but as you get more mature and as you consider purchasing a data warehouse, maybe you don't even need a large team for that either because now SAP has another tool called Data Warehouse Cloud, which is a cloud-based data warehousing tool that doesn't require the large upfront cost and the team to implement that. Interesting. Yeah, I think uh, so. That 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 seems like a the a kind of a the way I'm I'm thinking. You know, the the way the industry is going, depending on the size of the implementation and and the requirements. Right, you can take multiple approaches, and there's no right or wrong answer. It depends on what your requirements are at that point in time. Right. Yep, exactly. And it seems like now the tools are advancing that in a way that we can do more with less and we can get things done quicker than before. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah, for sure. I think that, and that's the key piece, right? I mean, you can do, you can spin up a a dashboard in a matter of days and hours versus, you know, weeks and months that used to be the Mm -hmm. case in the past. Yep, exactly. So that that that's that's an interesting segue into this uh, idea of like you know folks talk about getting things quickly, and mm-hmm. that means that a lot of times a lot of projects want to bypass our data warehouse, right? Um, what are your thoughts on that? Like, uh, what 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 would be your advice to them, or or the right way to do it? Oh sure. So if if they're I would say relatively, um, how do you say, small and nimble in terms of company size. Um, you can create beautiful dashboards with S4 data. You don't need a data warehouse, 
if you happen to run S4. Um, so that there's a lot of business content there that you can leverage and extend. Um, but if you are looking at a data warehouse, uh, like I mentioned, data warehouse cloud is an option, but a lot of these cloud-based tools, they seem to work better and they seem to work across different data sources as well. Um, I would say just go ahead and give it a try. The, the, the takeaway here isn't so much the tool, it's trying to buy, get the user buy-in from your business. So I, I would focus more on that before really focusing on, you know, how do we do it? Making sure if this is something that the users want to get done. Yeah, for sure. I think, and and that 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 is probably one of the the, the one of the key takeaways. And and I always ask this question to because my my listeners like to to hear what, especially when you're talking about these kind of insights. You know, what is the one takeaway when you talk about the balancing act between data modeling and data visualization? You know, when it comes to SAC. Oh sure. I think in the past we used to have um I would I would call them clunkier tools like <laughs> business objects or Lumera where you need a dedicated resource or a team of resources to maintain the server to um do the development. What I've seen now is the transition to um simpler tools both the front end and the back end, the SAC visualization tool and the, the data warehousing tool that's coming out. Um, because they're so much easier to use, I would focus less on the reporting visualization um, need in SAC, because you can get a dashboard out and running in an hour if, if everything is really clearly defined. So that effort is much, much less, right? But the classical, uh, the classic problem exists if you happen to be um, doing a lot of data transformation or merging data from different places, the data modeling effort still remains. Even though you can get it done quicker, the effort between visualization reporting versus backend modeling, the ratio is now leaning more on the backend. So before, if it's you know three to six months on the backend, maybe a month on the front end, now it's more like a day at most on the front end, depending on how many revisions you want to go to. But the data validation is still there on the back end. So I would focus more on hiring um, developers for the back end who knows what they're doing and are familiar with the process, more so on the back end than the front end. Yeah, so I think it kind of leads up to that question about how do you architect your your data, right, in your in your source system? Mm -hmm. And what is that the possibility of pulling the information in a way that it makes sense from a uh, whatever the business KPI that you're working on, correct? Yep, absolutely. And you'll find, as you know, the time sync is validation. And there's really nothing that you can do to get around that, depending on how many sources of data you're com combining, transforming, and the complexity, that is still there. Yeah, for sure. I think that, and that's probably not going to go away, you know, till you have all these different definitions of the the key indicators and you know how you measure mm -hmm. it and every company, every organization have their own way of doing it. So as long as that is well defined and well published, the the, yep. the front end work seems like it's become a lot more easier and, and uh uh better in terms of the visualization with SAC. Yep, absolutely. Great. 
Hey, it's been great talking to you, Hao. Um, uh, really good insights in today's session. Uh, look forward to our next uh, coming up soon. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Sir. Have a good one. You too. Thanks for listening to Tech Driven Business brought to you by Innovative Solution Partners. How shared some key pointers as you think about where to focus your efforts in SAC. His main takeaway, as we transition to simpler tools, focus on data modeling. We would love to hear from you. Continue the conversation by connecting with me on LinkedIn or Twitter. Learn more about Innovative Solution Partners and schedule a free consultation by visiting isolutionpartners.com. Never miss a podcast by subscribing to our YouTube channel. Information is in the show notes.